Hey, what's going on everyone? I'm Andrew at St. Croix Cards and this is Slab Stocks FC World Cup Show. Welcome in. It's good to have you guys here. And can I just say, it was great to have a little bit more World Cup football in our lives. I honestly did not know what to do with myself as I waited Two days, only two days. We waited, you know, how many years? But I waited two days. I'm like, I need the quarterfinals. And to me, I do not think they disappointed. So to my question for you all is, what was the best game that you watched in the quarterfinals? Which one did you kind of circle and say, you know what? That one lived up to everything that I wanted. Now, the one thing that I've learned in this World Cup in Qatar is to expect the unexpected. I looked at this bracket before those games, and I thought, you know what? This is pretty straightforward. We're going to get Argentina. We're going to get Brazil, France, or England. I'm okay with either one. It's going to be a great game. And, of course, Portugal is going to roll through after their 6-1 drubbing of Switzerland. Expect the unexpected, right? That is not how it played out, and, and it was fun to watch. You know, as someone who is, is just excited to watch the U.S. men's national team is out, and really don't have a country of vested interest. Now I have the, my, my favorites and who I think are going to do well and who I think are going to come out on top. But, but to watch these countries as kind of like a, a bystander was, was pretty incredible. But you know, one of the things that I learned you know, just in the quarterfinals is, is I give it up to all of these players at the World Cup. I mean, you saw the joy in winning and just the devastation in defeat. And I think it struck me, and I don't know if it struck you, but it just struck me of like the pressure that these players are under and the weight of the entire nation on their shoulders. And I think I saw that most in in the uh, the Croatia versus Brazil game, and just the you know the Brazil players after the fact. You know, I you know you can support Messi, you can just support Ronaldo, Neymar, Modric. You know, you can have your favorite players, but I just have an appreciation of of these these players who, who go to battle for their countries and, and you see, see how much it means to them at the end of it. So, but this was one of my, you know, just a great, great game. I don't think many people gave Croatia a chance and, and they are, they, they've been there. They've done that right. 2018, they were in the final and they just find a way to grind it out and win. And, and a lot of that has to do in today's episode is going to be a lot about defense you know, I know a lot of times we like to talk about the flashy strikers. We like to talk about the wingers. We like to talk about the goal scorers. But sometimes when push comes to shove, it comes down to defense and goalkeeping. And Dominic Lavakovic, the Dynamo Zagreb goalkeeper, 27 years old, had a great game against Brazil, got a penalty save in the shootout. But this is this is kind of bringing us full circle to our theme of kind of those fringe players, right? Those those guys that we don't really talk about, or you know, if you say Croatia, nobody's saying, "Oh yeah, Dominic Livakovic." No, you're probably saying Modric. Uh, you know, you're you've got other names, Perisic. You got other names that you're going to bring up before you bring up the goalkeeper. And pricing and what cards have done kind of reflect that as well. And so I, I wanted to show that, you know, because in a penalty shootout, when the world is watching, you know, Livakovic is out there in front of everybody. And and he is a big reason why Croatia is moving on. And so this is his 2021 Mosaic UEFA Euro. 
uh, Genesis. So this is that case hit that this is that super short print, but this sold October 3rd. So we're, we're way before the world cup. This, this card sold for $7 and 99 cents raw. Now fast forward to Croatia, moving on into the semifinals, December 9th, this card sold for $29 and 99 cents. So one of the things that I think I've, I've kind of, you know, beginning to understand a little bit more in a world cup because we really haven't had a world cup 2018 where the market is what it is right we've kind of grown into this and and what i've realized is you know coming in there are a lot of players who who had really high hobby values and and it would have it takes a lot of 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 their performances to really push those cards further and further forward but when you guys have role players or guys that a lot of people don't know of or you know they put in great performances you're seeing those kind of hobby significant being extremely low and you know or you know not really relevant in the hobby you know where prices are under ten dollars under five dollars and then they put in a performance or something you know a, a really great event happens in game and you do see a a bump in in price you do see that price move up and sometimes pretty substantially, I would say, you know, from eight to $30 is a pretty, pretty big increase as Croatia continues to move on in the tournament. So that was the first one. And then the other one that I do want to just, uh, to touch on is Josko uh, Vardial. Uh, this is the RB Leipzig center back, 20 years old, 20 years old, you know, the masked man at the back for Croatia. And, and for me, the question now becomes, I think he's had a phenomenal tournament and I think his, you know, he's been kind of linked to other clubs, uh, in Europe at 20 years old. And I think, you know, a, a bigger price tag is, is eminent. A transfer at some point is going to happen. But my question for all of you today is if you had to pick a young player of the tournament, is he your young player of the tournament? Or do you have someone else in mind that you think is more deserving than that young player of the tournament? I would argue, you know, he has been an absolute rock at the back for Croatia when I'm watching the games, it just seems he's always around. He's flying to the ball. I think he's had a phenomenal tournament, and and his pricing has kind of shown that as well. And so I picked out the 2022 Panini Prism World Cup. This is his uh, maroon out of 22. Absolutely love this parallel. I'm I'm pumped that it was put in here. You know, it's out of 22 maroon, kind of for the World Cup in Qatar. That their color, you know, the flag. Also 22 out of 22 because it is 2022. But Vardiol's card sold November 28th, so just about a week into the tournament. Uh, this one out of 22 sold for $56.55. Now you fast forward just a couple of days on November 30th, it sold for $84. And then after Croatia beat Brazil on December 9th, this card sold for $200. Now all three of those sales are raw, but you can see a steady increase in pricing as he continues to play well in the tournament. And I would argue he should be considered one of the top candidates for young player of the tournament or the top candidate for young player of the tournament. But I would love to know your thoughts. Who do you think is, is in line for that young player of the tournament as well? But they've gone deep and I into the tournament. They are rolling into the semifinals. And I think that Vardial is a big piece in that. Now we have to talk about Argentina as they also have moved on into the semifinals. And at the 82nd minute against the Netherlands, it looked like it was going to be smooth sailing, right? It was 2-0, everything looked good. And then the next thing you know, it's 2-2, it's into extra time. And you're wondering, 
Are we going to see Brazil and Argentina bounced? I was excited for maybe a Brazil-Argentina semifinal. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking, are we going to get Croatia-Netherlands in the semifinal? So it kind of got turned on its head really quick at the end of the game. And then it goes down to penalty kicks. And we know that Argentina come away victorious. Now, I am wearing my Arsenal, you know, an older Arsenal kit today uh, for this reason. For Emiliano Martinez and Olivier Giroud, who we'll get to. But these are two former Gunners who are still actively involved in the World Cup. And I love to see it. Emiliano Martinez did get the transfer to Ashton Villa. But he played a very, very key role in those penalty kicks in Argentina's win against the Netherlands. And again, another goalkeeper. Some of you might be like, why the heck are we talking about goalkeeping? But to me, in tournament play, goalkeeping, it sometimes comes down to goalkeeping, right? I mean, we've seen so many penalty uh, games go to penalty kicks. I think this this is number four, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But we had two here. We had Brazil and Croatia and the Netherlands and Argentina go to penalty kicks on Friday. Uh, You know, that was yesterday. I am filming this. This is Saturday, uh, right after uh, the set of games today. But here's just some great examples of, of, again, these fringe guys, you know, guys that, you know, you say Argentina, people aren't saying first name that comes to mind is Emiliano Martinez. No, it's messy. We all know that it's messy. But take a look at this. This is 2022 National Treasures. Now, this is the timeline materials. So this is a patch out of 99. It sold November 7th, 13 days before the start of the World Cup for $6.50. Now, another one sold November 26th, so we're a week into the World Cup. It sold at auction for $3.50, $3.50. And then after Argentina's penalty shootout win against the Netherlands, there was a best offer accepted on this card for $33.99. You know, it might be, you know, the time where you're like, you know what? I have a little bit of NT. I got to see if there are any Emiliano Martinez cards in there because I don't think people are pulling those out either. You know, so, you know, both of these examples, I think, are just great of, of players who make an impact for their team when it matters the most, right? When you need a save or you need, you know, a big stop in penalty shootout. And here, Emiliano Martinez catapults Argentina into the semifinals. And we are still talking on Saturday night. That's when I'm filming this. We are talking that it's possible that Messi gets his World Cup. And now Argentina is set to take on Croatia for a trip to the World Cup Finals. And it could not get any, the stakes could not be any bigger than they will be next Tuesday and Wednesday. Another upset, you know, expect the unexpected. Portugal comes out, uh, you know, and just takes it to Switzerland 6-1. to one, And then they take a 1-0 loss to Morocco. Yusuf Nassari. Uh, is the uh, Sevilla striker. And it's crazy because he has two Champions League goals. He now has two World Cup goals. And in 10 games in La Liga, he has zero goals. But he gets the one goal that matters for Morocco. And Morocco, congratulations to Morocco. The first African team ever to make a semifinal appearance. And, And it has been... It has been so much fun to watch them in this tournament. You know, they have been stout defensively. They have only given up one goal in this tournament. And the crazy thing is it was an own goal. They have not allowed opposing competition to score goals. 
And, and you know, when, when you play good defense, you know, when you get just enough offense to win games, you can go pretty deep in tournament play. And they are proving that as they are rolling into the semifinals with massive support. It just seems to me, and, and, and I'm not in Qatar, but it seems that the, the crowds are, are supportive of Morocco. And it's great to see. But in Nassari, you can see a movement in his prices as well. So, again, I'm going to go to 2022 uh, Panini Prism World Cup. Uh, this is his red mojo. Uh, this card is out of 99. This sold November 25th at auction for $1.25. It sold, you know, December 1st for $9.99. And then Morocco knocks off Portugal. His goal gets them into the semifinals, and this card sells at auction for $25.99. So you do see a steady increase in pricing as Morocco makes an even deeper run into the World Cup and gets into the semifinals. So again, I think the theme here today, you know, these fringe players, these guys that maybe were not on people's radars before the tournament, and now all of a sudden they're making massive impact, massive moments, and we're seeing their prices move up. Now, does that mean that prices are moving up for every player who does anything remotely good in the World Cup? No. But but it is it, it is fun to see that these guys are, are seeing some hobby significance uh, based on the performances that we're seeing on the pitch. So that was a great one. The other one we got to talk about is Bono. You know, to me personally, could be having the, the, the tournament, or, you know, the, the golden gloves. He could be the keeper of the tournament. Uh, also, it's interesting that he he also plays for Sevilla uh, in La Liga. Uh, and, you know, some people have talked about him being one of the top, if not the top goalkeeper in La Liga. I don't know about that, but I think, you know, he has done quite well uh, here at this tournament, especially. Uh, and and I think, you know, you you also see prices continue to, to rise for these goalkeepers. Who would have thought that I'd be sitting here talking quarterfinals, you know, and getting into the semifinals and... And I'm talking about three separate goalkeepers. But again, we're gonna we're gonna keep on the prism train. This is the purple prism. This is out of 90, uh, 199 before the tournament. Two dollars and twenty five cents that you could have had a Bono uh, a Bono rookie card. And then November eighteenth, just a few days before the tournament, it sold for three dollars and twenty five cents. Uh, the twenty third, it sold for one dollar and twenty five cents. So any of those sales under five dollars. And then finally after. Uh, after Morocco seals their trip to the semifinals, the first African team. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, $32. $32 is what it sold for. And so you do definitely see a price increase for Morocco as well. But we do have to talk about the marquee game. When you looked at any of those games, my eyes instantly went to the implications of France versus England. Now I was super pumped for this game. I was super excited to see how it was going to play out. And I really didn't know what was going to take place, you know, and I, I would love to know what you thought predictions beforehand for me, you know, the, the storyline leading up to the world cup for France was injuries, you know, Pogba's out, Conte's out, you know, Benzema gets hurt before the start of the tournament. You know, the list goes on and on and on. You know, you even have uh, Hernandez get hurt in the first game. He's out. So Theo's been, 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 been playing, you know, in his place. And, and for me, it's, it was one of, well, can they handle, are they deep enough to make things, you know, to make a run? And I think personally, this is just me, but I think with some of the injuries that have taken place, you've gotten some, you know, an injection of a little bit of youth 
and senior leadership, right? You've gotten a couple guys that have kind of pushed their way into the lineup that aren't superstars, aren't looking for the ball at all times. They're great team players. And the guy that I'm looking at on the screen right now is Olivier Giroux. I mean, just a team player. He is going to he is going to put in his shift. He is going to do his absolute best and he is going to give it his all for the shirt. I I go back to the Arsenal, you know, and just the you know, I think he scored 105 goals for Arsenal during his time and I appreciated him, you know, I, but I think a lot of people undervalue Olivier Giroud and what he can do uh, and what he brings to the table. Uh, you know, seasoned veteran, he's in Syria now, he plays for AC Milan. Uh, and he continues to just be the ultimate professional. And here, you know, you had France versus England, you know, the battle of the Titans. And and for me, you know, what a great start for Aurelien Chukmueni. Uh, his, his goal from outside the box gets France off the mark, up one nothing. And, and for him, I mean, I did not expect him to score goals, right? I mean, I, you know, I, I kind of view him as that defensive midfielder. Uh, you you had him kind of take over at Real Madrid for Casemiro, who then was transferred to Manchester United. Uh, but you definitely saw a movement in pricing for Chukmueni, uh when after the game here today. And, and I'm just going to highlight that November 30th. Again, we're gonna we're gonna stay on the Prism train. I know a lot of these are Prism, but it, it does give you a good indication because this is also new product. And I, and I think that has to be taken into consideration as well. So a lot of the times when, when new product is released, those first prices tend to be a little high and then they kind of come off and come down over time. But for some of these guys, they, they're pricing, they, they were selling at certain prices and now they've performed extremely well in the World Cup. And that price, not all of them, but some of them, their prices haven't come down. They've just steadily increased over time. So this is his uh, Panini Prism World Cup. This is the Purple Wave out of 99. Uh, these are all raw. Again, November 30th, it sold for $37. And then fast forward to December 5th, it sold for $50. And then after the game today, uh, one sold at auction for $100.99. So very young, talented player for France. You know, does have the RC logo on this Prism World Cup. Uh, but he is on a great club team. He plays for France. He's been in the lineup for the entire tournament. I think it's the entire tournament. Maybe he got a, a game off there at the end of group play. But just incredible to see. Got, gets his goal, and you do see kind of prices dictate after that goal. Because now we're in the knockout stages. It, it tends to it happen this way, right, where something happens and there's a direct correlation uh, for some of their card prices. But for me, it was, it was about Olivier Giroud, that header uh, towards the end of the game that put him up 2-1. to one. Uh, it really was unfortunate. You know, Harry Kane gets the penalty and then gets a second shot at the penalty and skies it. Again, I am an Arsenal fan through and through, but you just feel for him. You feel for Harry Kane. You feel for England because uh, I thought, you know, they had a, a real shot at, at winning that game. And, and for me, you know, I thought Olivier Giroud, like, gets his goal. He's, he's past Thierry Henry another Arsenal legend, and, you know, he's the all-time goal-scoring leader for France. I think that's a holding place because we know that Kylian Mbappe is coming up behind him. I think he's at 52 goals. I think I think that's where he's at, and, and Mbappe's already got, you know, 33 international goals. So it's only a matter of time before Mbappe overtakes him. But for me, I thought, you know, he gets this goal, great moment. 
you know, he's, you know, France is, is looking to move on into the semifinals. I wonder what his card pricing is doing. Now, this is one sale from the 10th at the time of its recording on Card Ladder Pro. Love going there. You can see all the pricing, you know, see the cards that I've sold. I went to look to see what Olivier Giroud cards were doing, and there were only four sales. I mean, you got goalkeepers, you got you got defensive, but you know, you got defensive center backs, you've got defensive midfielders, and here is the one striker, right? The one striker that I'm highlighting today. I'm like, man, his cards might, you know, he's got to have plenty. You know, he's 36 years old. He's been he's been at Arsenal forever. He was at Chelsea. He's been at AC Milan. I mean, just I wonder how many people bought four sales. Four sales. And I was like, wow. But but those so those those sales are pretty significant. Now, the first one that I'm going to bring up is the International Inc. from 2022 Panini World Cup Prism. Uh, this is the silver. This is on a 25, his auto. And it's it stayed relatively level here over the course of the tournament. We saw one sell at November 25th. Again, these are raw. Uh, uh, now, one of them is the orange. So I do have to preface that. Uh, for $89 out of 25. The silver one is the one I want to look at. November 27th, it sold for $117.50. And then after this game, it's actually fit down $15. $102.50 at auction. So Giroud's kind of fluctuating. Now I, I get it. He's he's 36 years old. He's not, you know, he's not Cody Gakpo. He's not Julian Alvarez. He's not uh, Jamal Musiala. He's not, you know, just starting off his career. But this guy has had a pretty incredible career. Uh, and, and and won a lot. You know, he's won a lot uh, as as a professional footballer. And so, you know, it's good to see some of the pricing. But then, I, you know, I was looking at the sales and there was one sale that stuck out to me that kind of was like, you know what? Yep, this makes sense. You know, he, he has an iconic goal and then a big card, a, you know, a one of one card sells on eBay. So you can see, uh, you know, Chicago, uh, Chicago soccer cards, uh, is is selling this one of one. This is out of Obsidian jersey patch, uh, sold for three hundred dollars after the game today. So you know somebody, it was a best offer. Somebody somebody wanted this card for this moment as France looks to to kind of move into the semifinals. Is going to take on Morocco and look to get their shot. They're they're defensive. They're looking to defend the title. Can you believe that? Man, I, I was so, you know, for, for as many injuries again and, and just how much people say, you know, the, the curse of, you know, if you win it, you don't get out of group or you can't get out of the, the round of 16. France has proven a lot of people wrong. They're, they're proving a lot of people, you know, wrong. Not only, you know, the scary thing is the depth of France. Now, the only thing, the only caveat, and I don't know about you, is, you know, I'm, I'm glad it didn't go into uh, – you know, you know, extra time here today against England. Cause I think, you know, with all of the injuries, they they're, they're not as deep as they could be. And I wonder how much, you know, if, if fatigue is going to play any type of role for France, but for me, you know, to think about this in terms of what could be, I think it's a lot of fun as you start to kind of think about the what if. So now we go to the golden boot, you know, who is in line, to, to take the golden boot. And it's really, it's a three, three person race at this point. You know, these, uh, you know, Kylian Mbappe, Olivier Giroud, both from France are in the top three. And then Lionel Messi is also right there. These are the only three guys uh, that are, you know, these are the top guys and they're still in the tournament. So Kylian Mbappe leads the way he did not score today against England, uh, but does have another, you know, shot against Morocco. 
Uh, Messi, of course, is going to get that that chance against Croatia. And if I had to pick, you know, golden boot winner right now, I don't think Kylian Mbappe is done scoring goals at the World Cup. That's my prediction. I think he's going to get at least one more, if not a couple more. You know, I just think it, it it's his World Cup. He's been playing extremely well. I think England really looked to shut Mbappe down or attempt to, you know, limit him in in the field of play. You know, it's it's hard to, to limit him, but you know, they were they were pushing so far, you know, on his on his side of the pitch. It just kind of opened stuff up, you know, on on the other side, you know, and, and I think he he you you might argue he took one for the team today, right? You know, he knew they were coming, they had a plan, you know, to to kind of take out Mbappe, but when you take out one player, when you start putting multiple guys on Mbappe or on him when he has the ball, I mean, it's just, you know, common, you know, it's just math numbers. I'm, I'm not a math guy, but if three guys are on Mbappe, it leaves space for other guys in other locations and other areas. And I think, you know, that, that type of player on your team gives your team opportunities that, that maybe don't come from everyone else. If you're playing a balance or you're not trying to, you know, focus all your attention on one player, you know, it, it leaves, it leaves, you know, kind of a balanced defensive attack. I just, I appreciate killing Mbappe and, and it's, it's really interesting to start to think, you know, we, we are sitting here at 2022 world cup in Qatar talking, you know, well, it's unfortunate that Ronaldo is not going to get his world cup. You know, it, you know, it's still possible for Messi as they are in their mid and late thirties, and here we're sitting here moving into a semifinal round with Kylian Mbappe at 23 years old in a semifinal. And Kylian Mbappe has still, you know, really, you know, he's, he could have two World Cups at 24. I mean, I mean, it's, it's mind boggling to think of just what he's accomplished already. Now there's still two games to go. Don't get me wrong. Now I'm starting to kind of, you know, play the what if game, you know, but you know, and we're still sitting here talking, we're entering a semifinal and Lionel Messi is still in the conversation. You know, Argentina is still in the tournament and this just really kind of, you know, for the, for the fan, for the fans in all of us, right. How incredible is this that we're talking Mbappe and Messi and Modric and we're talking about the Cinderella story of Morocco. You know, for me, you know, it might not be Cinderella for them, but for me to see Morocco enter the semifinals to be the first African team ever to do that, that's incredible, you know, and, and it's just it's been such a fun tournament. But this is what we have to look forward to right now again. I'm going to kind of take a deep breath. You know, what are we going to do Sunday and Monday, right? You know, two more days of no World Cup. And and it, it's going to get real on Tuesday. Tuesday, 1 o'clock Central. That's, you know, I, I'm Central Wisconsin. So uh, 1 o'clock Central, we've got Argentina taking on Croatia. And, and again, Messi is two wins away from that elusive World Cup trophy. It would be really cool. You know, I, I guess for me at this point, you're looking at four teams left in the world cup. Who do you want to take home the world cup? Now I know we went on the road to Qatar on the road to the world cup. You know, at the very end I had, you know, this, you know, who do I think is going to win the world cup? And I did pick Argentina now looking at, you know, how they've grown into the tournament, you know, and, and, and what they've been able to accomplish, you know, I, I got to stick with them. I got to roll with them. 
But there's a part of me that looks at France and goes, it would be really incredible historically if they could go back to back. We haven't seen it since 58 and 62. Brazil did it. And, and to, you know, then, then the comparisons can start, right? You know, we love comparisons. And, and if Mbappe gets his second World Cup by the age of, by the age of 24, you know, not too many players have done that. Not too many players at all. And one's coming to mind, and that's Brazil, and that's Pele. And, and now we're going to start talking, you know, where legacy, right, for Mbappe at 20, 23, 24 years old. Uh, but we still have two other teams. You know, if I don't think many people would have picked Croatia to be here or Morocco to be here. Is there another upset in the making? Is there another, you know, twist to the tail? Because we could all look at these lineups right now, and if I'm looking at these, it's like, well, it should be Argentina and France. But again, this is the World Cup in 2022, and it's time to expect the unexpected. So I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to get my popcorn ready. I'm going to sit back. I'm just going to enjoy the World Cup because really we are down to four more games in this World Cup. We've got the two semifinal games. We've got the third place game, and then we've got the final itself. And, and it's really wrapping up too fast for me. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of blast. Uh, it's been a blast. I actually was having a conversation uh, with, with a friend on Instagram, and he said, well, how, how do you like the World Cup? And I said, you know what? It's really, it's been great. You know, it's really been great. I've, I've been a huge, huge soccer fan for, you know, over a decade now. I, you know, I really got into, you know, 2010 World Cup, 2014, 2018. And I said, really the difference, the biggest difference for me is I went through 2010, 2014, and 2018 by myself. You know, I really didn't have anybody to share, you know, my passion and my love for, for soccer with, with anybody around me. Like my friends were like, yeah, it's cool. And, and, and we'll get into it because the world cup and, you know, it's, it's fun in 2010, 2014, yeah, U.S. men's national team. And then not really many of them got involved in 2018 because the U.S. men's national team didn't qualify. So this is, you know, for me, I, you know, it's been such a blast because I've been able to, you know, experience it with other fans, with other, you know, soccer hobby collectors. And so really for me, it's just a, a personal thank you. You know, thank you for allowing me to be uh, able to, to be a part of this with you. I, I hope that some of the cards and, and some of the, you know, the price points has, have moved up, you know, has been a learning experience for you because it's been fun for me just to kind of put it together and, and be a part of the community. And so if you have any questions on players as we kind of wrap up, as we get close to the end of the World Cup, don't forget to leave it, leave them in the comments below. Uh, you know, you can always uh, direct message me on Instagram, Andrew at St. Croix Cards. If you have any questions or just want to, you know, chat soccer, I'm always down to chat soccer. But we're going to wrap things up here today. We got a lot more to talk about, but we're going to have to wait until after these semifinal games are played and we are staring down the barrel of the World Cup final. Hope you enjoyed all of the games this, this round, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys all here after the semifinal. So you guys all take care of yourself. Make it a great day. Catch you later.